0: 4, 3, two, one. One, one, one. we are all here shooting this shit, shit. with our host, DJ Deuce and Bamboo Bam, let's
1: go, let's go, let's go, oh, what's up, we're live on shooting the shit podcast, I'm your host yeah. DJ Deuce with my co-host Bamboo,
2: what's up, what's up,
1: Bam, we mm. have a late one, a late Saturday one,
2: yeah, I- no, I know,
1: that's what we got to do. For we're fans of Australia, so we have to do the late ones. We have yeah, to we have yeah. to put it in, you know.
2: Put in the work. Put in the work. You know. It's
1: it's one p.m. where she's at. It's eleven where I'm at, and it's midnight where, where you're at. at. Yeah. See, I gotta love this shit, man. Yeah. The world, man. Everyone's connected somehow. We gotta yeah. do it. You know what I mean? Just
2: matter a little time. Zone. Did you take a nap
1: before you did this? Or yep. Good for you.
2: Yep. Yep. Definitely. Good
1: for you. You have to do it, man. You gotta yeah. take a nap sometimes. Get over that. Shit. <laughs> it is what it is, you man. Know? All right, people, like our Facebook page. You can stream all our live episodes, watch our old ones, comment, question, be a part of the show. You can do the exact same thing on YouTube, stream all our live episodes there, watch all the old ones. That's a Shooting the Shit Podcast. Once this show is done, it gets uploaded on all major streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Amazon Music, all that other stuff. There's too much to list. I'll just name four for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is mm-hmm. but it's been oh oh what's up alex you up too man damn. damn what's up alex how you doing buddy yeah that's the cool thing about getting live people get to be a part of the show anyways like i said we have a great artist i end up finding her on instagram uh-huh. i i mean uh, no actually it was probably is actually facebook but you got to love the internet facebook, ad, world okay. so it was one of those quick like add her. she's like thank you for adding me i was like yo where are you from australia and we connected and yeah, you know what yeah, we need to yeah. get her on asap Talent yes. is needed. It's out there. We need people to know. So let's get her on right now. cat Thompson. How you doing, Kat? hey Hi.
2: How's it going?
1: So it's one PM where you're at, right? That's right. Yeah, so damn. She's crazy. She's in the future there. right now. She's in the
2: future right now. You know what I mean? Like she's day on vacation. I'm always like, What's going want.
1: on tomorrow? That's what I ask her. You know, how are things with you? <laughs>
2: you know,
3: well, it's going good. Um, nothing has changed much since yesterday where you are. So <laughs> okay, it's good
1: news, good news. You we know, just, we just we call you up for the news, you know. We we want to be ahead of the curve, you know, but it's <laughs> a
2: little bit it's a little bit. It's cool right. though, man. So let's get this started. Where were you born and raised?
3: So I was born in Brisbane in is Australia. Mm-hmm. Which
0: is
3: um, in the state of Queensland. It's a sunny, beautiful, really laid back state. Most people, you walk down the street, they'll they'll greet you. They'll just be like, "G'day, mate!" Like they're really friendly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
1: so. You nice, said nice. that because we've had a few Australian people on here, mm-hmm. and you guys are probably the nicest, sweetest people. Aww. punctual. Like we have a huge time difference, but somehow we message each other perfectly. Like That's like nothing, no one skips a beat in this situation, which I find like it made me more as beautiful as Australia looks and the weather is just to die for. Getting to meet a few of you on here has mm-hmm. made me want to go even more now. It's something that me and Bam have always talked about. We, we want yeah, to head down to Australia. That,
2: that's that long flight. That's the only thing, you know?
4: But
1: it's worth
2: it. It's worth it, huh? I know, <laughs> right. I
1: know, I know. I, I, you know, there's two things that's going to happen, Bam. It's once I fly in, I might have to start applying for work so I'm not leaving because the flight's <laughs> too long. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to be like, yo, I got to quit my job because, uh, you know, because like those, it's what is it, a 14-hour flight from where I'm from? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so and and the good thing is we can fly out west to Vancouver. There's a friend of ours, and we can meet up with him and stay with him for a day. You know, not be in the plane the whole time. But yeah, yeah. we can break it down for sure. But it is what it is. So Mm -hmm. let's get right into it. So who influenced you to being an artist?
3: I have so many. Like there's just so many incredible, talented artists and creators that paved the way for everyone who's a musician today so mm. like when i was a child um like i think the bodyguard was on tv or something like that so i heard that and yeah. uh, i think i was like two or something at the time <laughs> okay. but, um, mom had it playing in the background Absolutely. and so I, yeah. I, I i was that you know that child that finds you know all the kids that do like i think this generation's um children did let it go like yeah. you know so so i was that but with whitney houston's bodyguards like hit lists, so okay. everything like Whitney Houston in that era. I was like in a two year old voice screeching mm. that to the house, so that's that's where it all began. And I'm, I'm so sorry to my parents, like, I'm sure kids growing up now would be like, I'm sorry for singing Let It Go Too Much. Like, I but- still
1: <laughs> will put money on that your two year old voice is better than mine at any age, <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing it out there, you know what I mean? Just just giving it, but yeah, no, that, Whitney is so definitely a great so- influence. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know if you watched Any of the documentaries of Whitney Me and Bam watched it back at his place When I went and visited him yep. And uh, I have to uh, on air apologize to Bobby Because I, I blame Bobby For everything mm. I thought Whitney was innocent Bobby. I did I did I did. A I, I blamed blame him without him. even checking Or you know what I mean Or facts I was just like Bobby's the worst But it was mm-hmm. a cool documentary it, yeah. it, you know what probably one of the most talented singers yeah. Definitely oh, in the top really. three Definitely yes,
3: number three. Yeah, you know, that's like the voice that that influenced so many other artists and singers so today. True. So 100%. yeah, just, so I've just major respect for her, and I think, I think most people across the world are still in awe to this day at how incredible her voice. Was. Oh <laughs> God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: How old were you when you started taking this music business serious?
3: So I've been singing since i was little um and i always knew i wanted to be a singer i always knew oh, yeah. it was something like you know how some people they just they have to find what they want to do like yes. i just knew what i always wanted to do I'm but still, it was i'm still was... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's awesome because then you can explore so many different true, things true 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 but like for me when i was 13 that's when i was really vocal about it like, so you're vocal
1: and... but they're still vocal and singing and performing at school or in front of friends but there's a moment where you're actually taking money and getting studio time 13. that's when i think it's serious <laughs> because you know what i mean that's an investment in yourself 13, you know what I mean?
2: she
3: says. yeah i was um i, I was really because i'm half northern irish and half filipino so um hmm. Wherever you go in the world, there is a Filipino community. Like we, we there was a joke somewhere I heard that we, we just sprout out like mushrooms. We are everywhere. <laughs> That's so good. I like, that. I like it's, that. It's a beautiful thing. Like wherever I go in the world, I'll always find a, another Filipino person who right. will be able to connect with me. And being half Filipino, they they automatically accept you into the community. They're so beautiful in that way. That's so cool. When I was a kid, there would be always Filipino events on, and um, so they would open up opportunities for young people in the community to get out there and perform and they would even pay you they'd actually be like yeah, so wow, ben, most places, know, yeah I know. some places they wouldn't sometimes they wouldn't but other times like they'd be like okay we'll get you to come in and we'll, we'll pay you to perform and i was like yay so oh, wow like as a kid i was like this is great i'm doing what i love and i'm i'm getting some extra cash on the side like this that is, this is awesome.
2: getting that support you need getting that support you
1: need have yeah. you ever been paid for a performance no, 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 no,
2: no. Couple, couple, couple. Later on, and 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 when I got a little older, it's like, hey, you know what? Mm-mm, no more freebies. You know what I mean? But yeah. most of the time, in the beginning, they always try to get you. Always get you. You know.
1: <laughs> they always try to get you. Mm-hmm. But now, see, if it wasn't for the communities, and thank God for the communities that accepted you, and you know, had these events. But do you find it harder as a woman to break through in the music industry?
3: I think I don't know if it's harder being. Female, in the sense where there are incredible artists, like we've already listed a couple, like Whitney, for example, have made major doorways open for so many women out there for, mm-hmm. for various different um, styles of music as well. But I think as a woman, the hardest thing that I faced was um, getting respect when I walked yeah. into a studio. So that was the hardest thing. So being a girl and being young, one of those two things, I. I've been writing music since I was a kid. I, I I play piano, I play guitar, I play various instruments, I I write, and I've been doing that since I was young. So when I walked into these studios as a teenager and even as a young as a, a young adult, yeah. Um a lot of these producers and things, and I mean, I, I'm I'm sure they've had these experiences where someone comes in and they say, I can do this, and they're like, Yeah, sure, give them a shot, and then the person doesn't have the skill set to follow mm. up, but I faced walking in and they'd be like, no, no, don't, d- don't write. We'll take care of that. Don't have an opinion We'll wow. take care of that. Yeah. And I even had a producer one time I'm uh, a producer, a manager who, a potential manager, I sat down and we talked, we were talking shop and he asked what my goals were, what I wanted to do. And then he basically patted me on the head and said, just be an artist. Just be, just be a pretty girl. That's <laughs> all you need to be. Just smile. Just be nice. And that's all you need. We'll take care of the rest for you. And I was like, girl. but I, I should have a right to say. Absolutely. I, like, this is my career as well as, as mm. your career. Because if we work together, then that's something that we should grow together. As opposed to, there, there, you're a girl. <laughs> of
1: course. That's the thing, right? Oh, okay. the, I always said this in, on, on the podcast. is like a manager, a label, whatever the case may be, they saw something in you to work with you. I wouldn't want to say, you know, someone that's not very good at something and be like, can you be my manager? I'd probably say no. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) we're not both not going to get anywhere. But if you see talent, and then you're not giving the talent the voice to lead where they kind of want, and you should support them as a manager. I never understood. Even, like, we were talking about, uh, we talked about this a few times, about um, the record labels wanting to change you. And we're like... always do. We're like, hold always. on a sec. But you found the talent and now you want to change it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I, mm-hmm. It blew my mind. It always blows my mind. It's like, there's obviously something that caught your eye and ear. So why do you want to change this? And now the fact that someone's patting you on the head and says, yeah, yeah, just be an artist. Mm-mm. No, they got, that's they, not
2: cool. They got a lot of problems, man. You know, they, they see the talent, they see it. They go, oh, yeah, okay. But it's either they go two ways. It's either they want you to be super different or they want you to go with the trend. You know what I mean? And it's like, wait a minute. I'm good enough to be either or, but it's my choice to choose. They're just trying to choose it yeah. for you, and that sucks. You know what I mean? So,
1: Kat, how would you handle that situation?
3: Well, I think the most important thing is to surround yourself with people who believe in your mission and True. believe in you as a person mm-hmm. and believe in your skills and are willing to grow with you. So I chose not to work with those people. Yeah, that's um, good. And that's one of those things. Like, I've also been in situations where I've looked into – management deals and I thought this is great we've connected and then down the track you start to know more about the person and more about the people you're working with and you're like whoa okay this is not in line with Mm. this is not good for my emotional and psychological journey as a as a human being Mm. so and so you have to make those decisions for yourself what you can handle what you can't handle and where you draw the line Mm. and so at times I got to a point where I was like you know what Uh, yes, you could probably further my career in certain directions, but this is a really awful position to be in. And I would look back in years from now and ask myself, why did you stay there? And I think it's it's like a relationship. It's kind of like, it's essentially, I mean, a relationship of all business sorts, whether it's a business relationship or a person that you're in love with, like, you want that to be a healthy space. And essentially, if they start abusing that space, you have to be very... Um, yep. You need to there and reassess and that's, that's
1: right. It. We're all I've human, had- right? Some people do that, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, So, and if
3: I've you- had some beautiful people I've worked with. as absolutely. well.
1: Absolutely. Want- no, no, yeah. it's not all bad. It's never all <laughs>
3: bad Absolutely not. No, 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 absolutely if, not.
2: If you wanted to turn someone into a fan of your music What video or song that you would recommend them to hear first?
3: I always recommend like the, the latest thing I've released, only because I'm so excited about that, and I know that's a very fair standard enough. thing. No, Everyone that's like, oh, fair. It's a new thing, and you're like, this is my new thing. It's shiny. Absolutely. And then if they love that, um, and it's also probably the direction that you're heading in at that time. So mm-hmm. that sound like so I'm. Um, I always recommend that, and then if they want to go down the rabbit hole and discover all the other pieces of my soul they're welcome to
1: is there yeah. anything you record you recorded over the years maybe in the beginning that you're you're like i hope no one
3: listens to Did you ever <laughs> have one of those <laughs> um luckily the stuff that i've released um is stuff that i really love so i've That's I'm, good. L- luckily luckily but i do know like, like there have been things that i've recorded in the past that are sitting in archive that i'm like Please never fun. Nobody
1: fun. Okay, okay. It's cool. Because I remember even as a kid, you know, you know, Bam, as a kid, if you do anything, a freestyle, a performance at school, mm-hmm. yeah. there's no cameras, really. No one really owned a video camera when me and Bam were growing up. So no. now it's my word versus theirs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that never happened. It. I have but, no idea.
2: But it's it's, it's hard to deny it when the person was actually there. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I heard you. Stop it. You know the what I mean?
3: Exaggerating. So, that's what you know. got to say, Bam. The exaggerated. <laughs> that's what you got to say. It's performances, I think, that are the ones that I look back on when I was, like, younger. And, you know, the basic mistakes that you make. And, like, one of them, like, a friend of mine who's a dancer, um, he and I knew each other for years. And, like, we've still got videos and things of each other. Mm-hmm. Performing. And He'll pull up stuff from when I was, like, 12 and be like, ha, ha, Damn look it. at this. Damn and I'm like, it. and it's wow. kind of, you've got that sort of sibling sort yeah. of relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. You know. Trust me, if I have something of BAMS, I'm showing it. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's vice it, versa. Yeah.
2: And I swear, it, I hated Facebook for it, and I still do to this day. You know, people <laughs> yeah. are still getting blindsided by pictures from back in the day from people that they ain't talked to for 20 years. I no, had, like, no. four pictures pop up there. I was like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it's funny, man. It's funny you said that. I, you never came to my house on Viewmount, but I, had a, I finally got this house party and I had the best neighbors. They are all deaf. Like I used to open the door and apologize to my neighbors. I'm like, sorry about last night, and they're like, huh? And I was like, this place is the. I'm like, this place is the best. Like you know what I mean? I was like, I have the best house, and we throw the biggest. And I was a DJ, so I had like all the DJ gear, and the, every week would be just be a house party, and you know, we we would break out some funnels, and people would have a race. It was like a, a frat house, okay, when mm. I was younger. And this one girl's taking pictures, and I went, you'll get rid of those. She's like, I will never post them up. Years later, like Bam says. She opens a Facebook account, and what comes up is those pictures. And I'm like, no. delete
0: those. <laughs>
1: delete those. Get rid of those. You know what I mean? And those, that's thats things. It's private. It was in my house, you know? So, But the thing is, it's, it, it's something that's more similar these days with camera phones. It's so easy now, right? Yeah. You, can just, you know what I mean? So, Bam took a picture of me in Montreal. I wasn't feeling very well, we'll say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It ain't
2: go up. I ain't gonna put that. No, up. no, that's, because
1: that's... you wouldn't be a part of the show. You'd be murdered. no, no, no. I'll You'd have part your part funeral. Show. I'll be
2: part of the show. That's not it. It's, <laughs> this is this is this is one of those pictures where every once in a while you just send it to his phone. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Oh my God! Just to go, <laughs> don't really, forget. But you, but yeah. Kat, he doesn't tell you the full story. I paid for all the drinks that night. I paid for the hotel, and he still takes a picture of me. What a nice guy, right? Yes. What a nice guy. That's my friend over there. And, my brother over here.
2: And you, and he would do the same thing. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would.
1: You took yeah. did you know that he took pictures of his wife in Dominican when she was getting sick? Oh yeah. See, this is what kind of man this guy is. Oh yeah. Don't oh, let yeah. him be your manager. I'll tell you that right now. cat, <laughs> <laughs> are you That's are you friends? Cur- That's all we are. From Good distance, friend. from over there. He lives Good. far from me. I don't want to be close to him. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is too close. I got to be somewhere else. I got to get a smaller box <laughs> on the screen here. But Kat, are you currently signed to a label or are you independent?
3: So I'm independent. I'm signed to um, artist management. So I've got, I'm have got i signed to progressive artist management. They're based so how does that work?
1: Explain that to me a little bit for people that don't know.
3: So when you are uh, signed to management, they will take care of things like, Okay. Opportunities, but they're not a record label. So record labels do all the, the, the shebang. So That's right. they'll do a, um, depending on what you've negotiated, they may do an advance. Um, and from there, they make sure that everything's all in all the stores. Is they this make- the
1: route you want to go? You want to stay independent or would you be you know open to being you know
3: signed to a label? I think when it comes down to it, um, I love being able to write and create the things that I love. Yes. Um, but I think if the right relationship came along, and that's where, like, that's 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 a reflection of relationships and um, and business relationships that that's I've right. had over the years. Um, if the right relationship came along and they had the same um, same goals in mind, which I think yeah. is, I think, like I said, with relationships, that's the most important thing. Like, you go into it and you should both have a similar goal in mind. Yes. And so if that came along and all the um, all the semantics around it where we're right mm-hmm. i wouldn't opposed to signing to a label so i'd be happy with that or i'd be happy to be independent um either way as long as the as long as the direction is right and that of course that's of a, course thing. so whereas like um i know people who are friends who a, a label came along handed them a contract they were like oh my god shiny shiny sign yep that's and me no <laughs> like... <laughs> and later on they were like oh no this is not what i wanted and it's So I think one of the most important things is to know what you want and Mm. to ask when another person comes into the picture, are you on the same journey as me? Mm.
2: True, true. Understandable. What's your favorite performance ever?
3: Oh, I have too many. Um, Oh, I like that. Good answer. I think it's I, I, every single performance has been fun. Every audience is linked, brings a different energy. Um, I've really enjoyed. I went to do some shows um, over in the Solomon Islands, and so they have that um, that beautiful tropical weather. And so we, we did an open air performance. Mm-hmm. And, um, She's talking about tropical
1: weather, like I know, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I know. Like, I know. like it's gone. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm.
3: She's like, yeah, it's like yeah. beautiful yeah. island vibes and right, just are so nice and so that was really fun and I've done performances up and down in Australia and other places and like every every single performance every single crowd, they're they're all beautiful and they all just have a hmm. different, each one of them comes with a different vibe. So. True enough, true enough.
1: Okay. I got a question. So
3: when it comes to
1: mainstream radio where you're from, do you find it like hard to get your song to get some airplay through the mainstream radio? Because here it's like impossible.
3: I've read somewhere that the standard way for those things, and I think it's a global thing, is whether you're signed to a, a, a label, usually a major label, or you have to pay a um, radio plugger for those sort of things. It's so, disgusting. And, and so I think that's the thing. Like um, there are, I, I've had one one of my songs play on major radio. here. Okay. But I didn't do any of those um, avenues. I just there was a, a DJ who played, and i ne- I've never met him. Okay. Okay, um, that's good. He literally found my like, like, like um, our connection. He found yeah. my stuff online, and was just like, yeah, "I that's like the
1: it. best." That's the best way of connecting with people. I'm telling you.
3: Yeah, yeah. and he literally just like hit me up, and was just like, "I like this. I'm adding it to the radio," and I was like, "Oh, Perfect. thank you." That's the way to do it. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Old
2: old school. Radio. The DJ breaks the artist. You know what I mean? Not the record label. Not the record label. The DJ.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> I think like it, it's not impossible. I, I think it definitely is possible, but um, I do know that if you just want to guarantee to get it on there, there, there are the avenues, and you have to have the funding for that. Well, so. the
1: good thing is, Bam and I have always talked about this. We always debate about everything. We're and everything, everything. Everything. <laughs> everything, But the good thing about like your song not being paid up played on the radio, let's be let's be realistic. There, you they are gonna disappear. Like well, with all these other streams of music, I I. Clicking on the radio is the laziest the laziest form of me playing background music in my car. It's the laziest form. It's that quick like, oh, I'll just, I'll just press the button. Because I didn't sync my phone or stick mm. in a USB key or press the satellite button. It is the laziest form. And don't get me wrong. It usually lasts about 11 minutes before I turn it back off because... I, I I don't want to listen to this you know what I mean mm-hmm. they, they've been forcing yeah. this down my throat for about three years now no thank you you know what I mean so yeah. I think at the end of the day like we were like I remember when me and Bam on the way up you wanted to get your song on the radio right Bam there mm-hmm. was really no there was no Spotify or stuff like that right no
2: it, it, it that was the only the nightclubs we had. would play
1: it nightclub, the nightclub Dj would play it, it. But the radio, which was, mass, was a massive goal. Was yes, big goal, and yeah, you'd be, you'd be happy to get it on the radio. And it's like, you need to learn to get the right people. Or they had a song on our radio station here, but it was like a battle of the beats, like their song, yeah, the local guy versus another artist.
3: Mm-hmm. And we
1: call in vote, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we were talking about that. They don't even have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, well. so it's like, it feels kind of sad that they're not supporting what's around your community. Or in your own country. Because it's like, really? Like, what's going on? Like, I we, we we had a few great artists on here that I grabbed their songs and I actually sent it to the local radio station here and be like, yo, so-and-so was on X-Factor, so-and-so was on Canadian Idol. You know, their they're, they're names, people, they've been on television. And they're like, oh, they're great. You can uh send it to the satellite radio uh through your television, you know, with the box. You know, you, you flick on your cable and there's those music channels. I was like... Yeah, I could have done that without asking you, but mm-hmm. that, even no one's doing that anymore. Like I'm just yeah. so shocked and embarrassed of like, huh? This is what this is what we're getting at. But yeah. you know what? Shame on them because if they were playing your music and Bam's music and stuff, I would be on there listening. Mm-hmm. but the same eight songs that they're playing I don't care to listen to it now so <laughs> they're losing me as a fan so and I think they're going to lose the whole radio station in general soon yep, enough Sarah. we're going to we're going to have a podcast 20 years from now you're Kat, you're going to be back on here and we're going to say do you remember the radio
2: <laughs> <You're> like
1: to be a thing on the radio I play oh, that played eight songs yeah. oh, <laughs> that thing in
2: the car that they when you buy a car they give you one of those standards. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't use yeah. those anymore
1: yeah we don't know? use those anymore that's my prediction, but anyways, is there
3: anything you would change? We'll come back in twenty years, and we'll have a we'll have a we'll have a bet on it.
1: <laughs> exactly, twenty years. We're coming right back here. Twenty years to the date, you know. So,
3: Kat, is there anything you would
1: change in the music industry, anything at all?
3: Um, I think the main thing that I would love, especially for young artists, is a, a clearer path to yeah to, into what to do and how to how to navigate this. Like I have. Some beautiful friends that went, when we were leaving school, um, yeah. they already had a clear path. Like my friend, one of my friends went on to be a doctor. Another one went on to to uh, nursing, or you know, one another one went on to law, and th- they all had a clear path. Like they knew they had a certain number of years to study, and it's then a so certain uh, a certain examination that they had to st- study. Yeah. Like you had to pass the bar, then yeah. you would work a certain number of years. As an intern in a wow. certain company, mm-hmm. and then from there you knew how long you would be in each position to get to where you wanted to be. Um, same thing as my friend, who I mean, you can always move around within companies, and, and you can change your roles around and things like that, um, change direction. But they all had a, 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 a we, we would have career plan- counselors. I'm quite certain um, you guys would have that there for the kids in school. You'd have a yep. career counselor come in, sit down, and be like, "All right, what's your path?" That's right. And
1: if you said music, mm-hmm. they'd be like. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they kind of go. Well, you've got the conservatorium of music, and here you go. And that—that's, and I mean, that's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. And I have so much respect for yeah. all the conservatoriums around the world; they're incredible. Um, but then the question is, what happens if you want to get into popular music, like as in, like, as in mm-hmm. social music, so mm-hmm. music. Um, well. And what happens if I want to be a rock star? or If, if like, you know, you're in a band and you, you're, you want to do that? So. I feel like um, it's not as, and I'd love for those programs to be brought into schools, so mm-hmm. that okay. like it's that. it's not where as a musician we step out of school and then we have to try and find the avenue ourselves. It, mm-hmm. It's part of this is how you get into the music industry. Here That's are your career options, and um, are you more suited to a background role? Would you like to be a producer? This is the course that you would do. This is mm-hmm. I think both sort of things it would, would be make it helpful.
0: So it
2: definitely would be yeah. helpful, you know, because you know, you you just pretty much, it was get a manager, get signed, there you go, you're a rock star. That that, that was the basic, quote-unquote, rules to the game, you know, but over time, the game has changed, you know. A lot of little secrets got got leaked out because, like you said, your friend signed a contract, ooh, shiny, shiny, and realized this is not what they want. So they went and educated the next people behind them to say, don't be so fast. Ask these questions and ask that. So, in a sense, we're as artists we're learning from each other. You know what I mean? Especially especially when the artist is mad and he's on a rant. Yeah. We're paying attention. We're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most people don't care. But I'm like, mm, oh really? You know what I mean? Mm, okay, I'm yeah. gonna definitely get on to that, right? So it it's it would be better if we can bought it bring it into the schools. Would be nice for everybody. But you know, it's the game is a massive
3: industry that makes so much money. Mm-hmm. And so and there are so many people that go into the industry and i I would love for the younger generations coming through not to have to jump over the hurdles that we've had to jump over and and have a a lot more of a clear path so that they they're a lot more protected that way because i I mean if you go into any other um career path it's a it's a lot more streamlined
2: it's it's so much much
3: information as well i Mm -hmm. think the internet is fantastic we've now got access to this information but i remember times before the internet
1: where we just didn't have that kind of information readily. Not an idea. Mm
2: -hmm. Not an idea. Well, yeah, so many moving parts with this this music industry. You got your writers, your your producers, your your (laughs) managers, you got the labels, you got the publishing rights, you got this, you got that. You got people for every aspect. And when you get into the music industry, they don't tell you, you know what, the music industry itself is a whole bunch of different careers. Like, if you was to join the military, what do you want to be? A doctor? You want to be, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like a yeah. rifleman? You want to be this? They give you options with the music. They don't just get a manager of this and this. And it's like, why is he taking care of all this business for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just sucks. You know?
1: It's a tough industry for sure. Because you're right. It is. You kind of get in, even though you have talent. You walk into it blind, technically. Mm-hmm. Like I got, I'm great. I know where to get to the studio. I, I I can try and force my way into a performance, and then what? And then what? Hmm. The good thing about being independent now is they actually give us the access of putting our stuff on Spotify and Amazon Music and all that stuff, which is great, which is totally great. But it's still I I I've always had the argument: great, you put it on, but there's still a lot to it after yeah. you put it on. True. Sure. You can put it on and no one knows that you're on. That's a whole other yeah. situation, right? So. <laughs> It is, it's a tough, tough, tough game to be in, but you're right, there is no right path, because it'd be nice to say, I want to be a music artist, and they're like, cool, let's teach you the music business, mm-hmm. let's talk about the promotional side of it, let's talk about the number side of it, let's talk yeah. about contract sides of it. like, you don't have to be a lawyer, but it'd be nice to know a contract, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, it'd be nice to be taught to read the little lines, right, bam? Yeah
2: yeah <laughs> you know re- what I mean? between, between yeah lines, read those
1: right? ones those are more important yeah. than the big bold ones the big bold ones are trying to draw you in but
2: yeah, yeah I know it what's those little ones let me get my glasses you know and get, <laughs> get, get, get up close so it's it, like
3: that would take laughing <laughs> exactly exactly
2: you know if there was an artist that you would like to open up for who would it be
3: oh so leading. give um, us
1: some give us some
3: I think at the moment. Um, like one of my biggest inspirations as a woman is, um, actually JLo and mm-hmm. I think that she's, she's the epitome of what hard work and like what hard work can, can bring and what like the success that hard work can bring that she's been in the industry for so long. Yeah. She, she reinvents herself and she comes out with stuff that like, um, that just, the, she's like always upping her game and I think yep. that's so incredible to to watch her journey because when I was younger she was she was obviously on like a tv hits and like you couldn't love mtv and things like that but when I was younger and so I was growing up with seeing her on the screen um and like to see that she's still in the game now and she's so beautiful, and um, to to look as incredible as she does at her age. Yeah, I'm, we I'm want to like,
1: drink that water too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so do I? I'm like, yeah. what
3: are you eating? I I want that. <laughs> so she's amazing, and I think that you know it's 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 great to look at a woman who is um is is older and is still doing what she. She's loves. relevant.
1: Everyone knows who yeah. she is. She's not forgotten one bit.
3: Yeah, no. And like. I want to be like that when I'm... And you
1: got to be... Let's be real with J-Lo for a second. Let's be real here. Her acting roles in the beginning were not in the greatest movies. Her Mm -hmm. first album was... When you break it down as a producer and artist and being in the music industry, it was simple. It was... Don't get me wrong. I play her music still, but it was simple. Mm -hmm. But she grew, bro. She grew as an artist and an actress. Like, her movie roles got better, bigger, Mm -hmm. and, and that's the hard work she put in. Her music yeah, she, changed she, she grew, and developed she, she, and got she grew,
2: better. She grew, she grew as a she grew as a, a brand. You know what I mean, the J brand. It yeah, grew.
1: and it was because at first you you know you, I remember the movie Anaconda. You know what I mean, and I was, mm-hmm. was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was like, I was like, okay. Oh, an okay, movie. The snakes scary. I hate snakes, though. You know, but and then she breaks out her first album. You know, if I had your, you know, if I had your love and the one with Fat jo- like it was a good album. But it, you, you really listen to the lyrics. They they dumbed it down. And I was like, but it's safe. It was safe and it was played in the clubs and it was marketed right. Yep, dude. After that, her movie roles were a lot better. Her music stepped way up. And it is hard work. At the end of the day, this woman put hard work. She killed it at the Super Bowl a few years ago with Shakira. Like killed it like you know what i mean so yeah definitely do you have another one that you'd love to open for another
3: um, artist yeah i mean if you if was still alive I'd, I'd love to i would have loved to even just meet michael jackson yes but, like mm. I, I was so devastated when when um i knew that they did the shows in um the uk and okay they, they booked in like 11 shows or something initially in the uk mm-hmm. and i was like oh god he. Because we're, in Australia, we're, we're always, like, the, at the end of a world tour. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's just easier to go around the no, world. Do like, you know what it is? because they want to come people. there, perform, and relax. That and it's the best sense. place
1: to relax. I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. They're not staying up here to relax. I'm telling you. Well, maybe <laughs> that's what
3: it is. So hey, Bam, would like, 14, you not want to end your
1: tour at, in, in Australia?
2: You ended it in Australia, Australia, you get to relax, and then you still got 14 hours to chill out on the way home. So, so. <laughs> 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 it makes sense.
3: Makes sense. Well, I mean, I was kind of like, okay, can they say if they, if they start in London, okay, they'll start doing all the other the shows across the world. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully he'll eventually get here. And mm-hmm. I'll get to get to see him live. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so I mean I, I was so sad when oh,
2: that that would have been good. That would've been good. I never got I never got to see Michael live. I never got to see him live. Um, no, 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 no. I was always a Prince, Prince fan. Club? I was, a, I was
1: a, Yeah, <laughs> he was a Prince fan. It kinda threw fan. me off when you said that to me in Dominican.
2: hmm Always been a Prince fan. I got yeah. to see Prince live though.
1: Yeah, was he he where?
2: oh yeah. In yeah. Ottawa. Really? Yeah. Oh. Prince was in Ottawa. Shit, I took the night off, you know. <laughs> told, told, told the boss I'm not coming in on Saturday. Sorry. Figure then, it
1: out. And you your boss was next to you at the Prince concert. No, no, no. No? <laughs> no. Nope. Cat, what was your favorite you ever a concert that comes to mind? Was there a favorite concert that you you enjoyed watching?
3: Um, so the most recent one that I went to, which is not me. Obviously, pre-pandemic. Yeah, um, I we went to Melbourne, and um, which is now I think going into lockdown. Um, but we went there. We flew there actually because we couldn't get the tickets for Bruno Mars, and that oh. was an incredible concert. Like I had so much. Pam's fun. not a fan of Bruno Mars. Can you? Oh can really? I, can really? you <laughs>
1: yell at him, Kat? Can you yell at? Because I'm a fan. Can you yell at him for me? Can you save my breath? sick. <laughs> See. I don't know. I don't Do you know. notice I have a better connections with the fans and the and the host and and everyone else in here and the and, See, and the guests because it, you are so it, eh. it,
2: You know, she 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 appreciate older music. She she wasn't a Prince fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what the fuck does she, that no, no, mean? No 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 no. Truly What's truly. What mean? She wasn't a Prince fan, but Me you know most most Prince fans meet everyone else. No no, we appreciate Bruno. But we also see where his influence come from. You get what I mean? So this would, this what would, don't make who, me a You think fan. it comes from Prince? No, it comes from Morris Day, who was who was involved with Prince okay. in the movies. You, you get what I'm saying? So his whole thing is, is, is Morris Day, and I'm just like, mm,
1: come on, man. You could do, you know. Cat, he's such a hater. He's I, such I, a hater. That's I appreciate definition. him
2: for who he is, but, you know, you know he's, he's you not Morris Day. It? I he's love not Brutal
1: Morris,
3: man. Have you seen him live there? he's really really good like he's like he's one of those Like i i en- i enjoyed every moment of the show hmm. so. well that's
1: good that's good Bam that's in good.
3: dominican did
1: you know when you go to what's that what's that place called we always say we're gonna go we never go you know what, the cave all the, the, no all the performances there you know oh. that thing we drive by it all the time and all the shows are there and there's a Spider-Man. Oh,
2: Oh yeah. yeah, 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 I know Congo right? bongo, the the big yeah, big, Coco Ma- big yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: Did you know there's a guy that does the like you know the lip singing of Bruno Mars? Would you have been mad if you saw him bust it up? Uh I would
2: probably been drinking. Oh, yeah, I would have been I laughing have that, at you. Bro. I love I mean,
1: Bruno Mars, man. I think that dude, like especially when I was DJing the weddings, that dude saved my life. Like he gave me a ton of music for them to play, the, the young and old. Bruno. You know what? When we go out, that's all I'm to play is Bruno Mars. No, Bruno Mars is that's that's one hell of a choice. I would have saw his concert. That guy's... Like, see, see, Kat, yeah, This is what I got to deal with, Kat. See, see, this is, this is <laughs> you're gonna be my new co-host. I
3: got to get rid of this guy. Yay!
1: Is there I mean, any?
3: If it open for Bruno, I'd be like, yes, freaking
0: right, please. yes,
3: absolutely.
2: Um, well, let me ask. So, is there any artists or producers you would love to work with in the future?
3: Um, I think someone who I'd love to just talk to, if 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 they just gave me a few minutes of the time, I'd just be so grateful. be. I'd love to talk to someone like Jay Z because he's he's turned what he had into an empire. This is facts. Yeah. And what are you laughing um, at, Bam? That people like um, Timberland, for example, who, who who were in the studio and worked with people like Aaliyah and Missy Elliott. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. some of these people who shaped the industry for, mm-hmm. like they. I mean, they they obviously were there. before I was a kid, but like I i am so grateful for the music that we, i got to grow up with mm-hmm. because people mm-hmm. stepped into the game and and made the world what it is like i that i think music shapes your experiences as well it becomes part of your memories mm-hmm. and so if you had existed, i i wouldn't i would have had a different not a different trajectory i would still would have been a musician but i would have had a different musical experience going through life so like, Kat, you brought up a
1: few American you brought up an American artist you brought up a American uh, producer did you yeah. have any Australian influences anyone that we might Australia, not know of mm-hmm.
3: yeah um in Australia growing up we we mostly have like rock artists but I think some we've got some beautiful artists here in Australia who are incredible mm-hmm. um locally so talented like um we have um I'm not sure if you've heard of them um but there's a um, R and so B, hip hop. I wouldn't say hip hop. He, he does more like um, like it's like a hip hop R and B sort of style beat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and there's an artist called Timomatic who we're actually friends with and he's amazing. Like, um. That's awesome. So if you, if you mm-hmm. want to check out his stuff, he's an incredible dancer. If okay. you after
1: the show, send me send me the link. I want to definitely want to check it out. Yes. If there's yeah. a link of any sort, uh, Spotify or YouTube, I will definitely check it out. Yeah, I, just find, was- I just find I just find no offense bam's american right like he lives in canada he's american now mm-hmm. i mean he was he's canadian now sorry i take that back but like i just find that the whole world is influenced by the united states but i know there's great talent everywhere else in the world you know what i mean yeah. canada broke through with drake and yeah. broke through with justin bieber yeah. the weekend you know we broke through yeah. we, we're, we're on the charts now we're 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 doing all right. You know what I mean? So I just sometimes want to know, like, there's got to be influences in other countries. Like, there has to be. Like, there's got to be greater. It there is another... It po- happened
2: broke through. That's all it is. There's a,
1: there's a, there's a podcast uh, called The Get Down, and he's an Australian podcaster. Have you... Do You know who? Do you know the what podcaster. I'm gonna link you guys up because there's no why why there's no reason why you shouldn't interview you if you're in the same country. I'll link you guys up. And he he brought up like he was interviewing like an a, like an a legend of the hip hop game. And I remember he played a quick of his song, and I was like, "Damn, this is so good." There's still so much stuff out there that we're missing out on, mm-hmm. like, and it's just because you know we're kind of we're kind of let's be real, we're kind of trapped in a bubble up here, bam, American cat. Mm-hmm. We are,
2: well, we are. That is. Hmm. Not really not not really because if, if oh, we don't we go, go, see
1: see how we not now, agree on anything
2: we we can't agree on anything because you know a lot of people would say hip-hop's kind of dead you know what i mean and it's not you know what i mean because there's a lot of hip-hop artists out there there's nobody hearing right now you got to go look for them you, you get what i mean you gotta, okay okay
1: okay you, okay okay you, i agree
2: i agree you gotta, gotta keep your ear to the to, You're the, right. to the streets you know You're what right. i mean and for the most of the time we're getting older so we're not really Eh, we ain't got time to be trying to listen to who's who's this, who's this, who's that, who's that. You that's know true. what I mean? That's so, true. That's true. You know, but the young kids—they telling me about rappers. I'm like, who? That's what? true. You know what I mean? So that's if true. they can break through, a lot of these people in the game now careers are going to get crushed.
1: Well, it's funny because these
2: young kids are fucking. I don't,
1: cat. I don't know how you managed to be on my people, uh, people you may you may know list on my <laughs> on my Facebook. She had a oh. mic in her hand, and I was like, curiosity. I clicked on. I'm like. She performs. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna approach her and see if she wants to do the podcast. She clicks mm. on her, and she's super sweet. And again, I'm, I might move to Australia because they're, they're the nicest people <laughs> on earth. So, and right away, I was like, you know, give me your Spotify. And right away, I was sitting there with Carm. Carm Carm's a part of the show. He's always on mm. the show with us. And I was just like, this is so good. And that's again, you were saying you gotta go look for it. Yes. You have to look for to. it. You're absolutely right. So, you but but again, a, again, it's still, but it's still. We're still, you and I are in that generation of a kind of a bubble. We did rely on the music videos, on on uh, you know mm-hmm. like Rap City or whatever, yep. or the, the the have the um, the radio station play certain things. Yeah. So you and I are a little bit different on searching for stuff. We've been searching more for stuff because of the podcast itself. Yeah, we but we've been bubbled. Yeah, true. We
2: have, you know, but like it's just like we were saying earlier with the younger generation. You know, they don't have all the tools and the know-how and the knowledge to put themselves in this position where they can be out there and break through. You get what I mean? So they're getting to get on Spotify and this and that, so on and so on. But nobody's talking about marketing to get yourself out there and this and that, just to you know get that attention. And it's so it's so hard to get that attention when you got. 10 million dollars over here flooding the fucking tvs yes. with the commercials of well, BTS the next and question so and so you good. know what i mean
1: i like that bam so like cat like my next question is what is the biggest struggle of being an artist today i know bam mentioned that that's definitely a struggle because you know you get flooded with money but what's the biggest struggle what what is yours i think the
3: biggest struggle right now relevant to this moment yes today would be the pandemic i think that's the biggest thing that's like we're we're going through they they say the music industry changed a lot over the last 20 years um since the 80s but we've had more change in the last 12 months than we've had in all that time because everyone's now trying to find ways to earn money how to adapt um people can't just go out there and do a gig i mean there are some places yes where we do have no lockdowns going on or a good a good control of the situation and we have other places where people are, are have been in lockdown for months yeah. um and so true. different places and i think the thing is like um i feel so much for some of the musicians who aren't as internet or tech savvy yep. because they're now forced into a situation where if they can't find their they normally would go out to do their performances and they rely on that live performance or as their income or as their way to build fans. Mm-hmm. Whereas we've had to adjust to do everything on the internet because there's no other way at this time for me to reach my international fan base Very than mm-hmm. on the internet. Whereas mm-hmm. before before the pandemic, I was originally going to move to um, LA. Um, my management and I had gone through all the process of... Who told you <laughs> to
1: give you that? Who gave you that advice? Don't do it.
3: Don't, <laughs> They're based in California. So um, I was damn. going to move to... States. Yeah, so I was actually going to get on. Or, or I was two weeks away from getting on a plane. Uh, we'd done wow. the whole thing. Yeah, and then literally all my shows in the U.S. got cancelled overnight. And um, booking wow. agent called management. My management was just like, "What's going on?" And next minute they were like, "Pandemics hit the U.S. Everything's everything's gone belly up." And we were like, "What do you mean? W- what?" Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was literally that close to getting on a plane and being being in the states and, and trapped. Yeah, and <laughs> Australia's now closed its international borders, so even if I did want yeah, to leave, right. I can't leave. Mm-hmm. So, um, or or if I wanted to, there'd be it would be very difficult. So, yeah, sure. and those are things that like I think now as musicians, we we are facing the fact that we have to adjust to the current climate. So. And I know heaps of people in Melbourne, for example, had heaps of music festivals and gigs overnight all got canceled. I and know. so we're facing this open, close, open, close situation where you one minute you have your gig lined up and the next minute it's like, OK, no restrictions have come in. We. we have to Yeah. Out something. Mm-hmm. So it's I think that's the biggest thing that's affecting what our was, right now.
1: What was your prediction on COVID? I <laughs> <laughs> i'm off by a year but anyways i thought like we have here on canada day is july 1st i figured there's no way they're gonna get us all together the biggest day of the year we're in the capital yeah. hundreds of thousands of people i said they're gonna open up after canada day i was obviously wrong but did you have a prediction on when covid was gonna shut up when, Bam?
3: <laughs> when it first initially broke out so we know that it First, initially broke out in, in the Asian regions, and so um, when it first broke out there, it. I, I'm half Asian, so like I I understand, and had I've travelled and worked in those regions as well. So yeah. we we had things like SARS and and mm-hmm. other That's right. um, epidemics, not yes. pandemics, That's um, right. in the So they were very prepared in the sense where like. Um, I know that they were very quick to respond to those things and I know there, there wasn't initially there were there were issues around that but they were in, in a sense we're not quick to but I guess more prepared because yes. people for example I, I lived and grew up in Japan for many years and it's normal for them to wear masks. That's right. Normal. That's right. That's right. So that's what I mean by like I guess emotionally prepared in that sense where like it's it's if you just have a, a normal flu or a cold you just put a mask on you, you carry on that i I I don't i'm not against that if
1: you're sick and you want to wear a mask and not get someone else sick i get that that
3: yeah i think hopefully they
1: pick that up here you know what i mean yeah (laughs) yeah
3: that's the thing like i was for me that's fairly normal because i've lived both in in the east and the west Mm -hmm. uh whereas i know living in the west and even in australia there are people who are just like i don't i'm not gonna wear a mask so that's that's that's,
1: here that's here in canada uh, that's that's our attitude up here yeah so
3: I think, in, uh, from a experience perspective, the East was a lot more prepared. So, looking at that, I was like, okay, well, they'll probably just contain it. That's what I kind of figured would happen because yeah. they had before; they've successfully had contained other smaller pandemics That's previously. Right. So I didn't sit there and go, okay, I'm going to cancel everything, all my plans for the US, and I'm, I'm going to p- cancel my UK plans, because mm-hmm. I was I had things all lined up to to travel, right. and. Um, so I, I just like, okay, well, they'll they'll it's in that region, they'll contain it there. Mm-hmm. But then they weren't able to. It's, yeah, it's and, crazy, it, yeah. and it spread and it spread. And next minute it was everywhere. Yep. And so I don't know the date where this will end. I don't think anyone really does. But I then looked at the Spanish flu as an example of how long this might take.
0: Mm.
3: And that's a good example. That, that was a big pandemic. And that lasted at least four something years. Yeah. So, I and mean, we are technically in halfway through the second year.
1: That's right. That's so right.
3: Ben, did you? Longer than we think. Ben, did you have talking?
1: a prediction?
2: No, not really. You know, it just, um, like I said, I'm American and I know how my people are, and they fucking nuts. And <laughs> you know, half of them is gonna be like, I'm not doing it. And yeah. you know, a quarter of them is like, I don't trust none of them anyways. And you know, it just you got you got so much going on, and I knew it was just gonna, just gonna get out of hand, just gonna get out of hand, especially from New York. Pff, it's a cesspool. Everywhere you touch, somebody else touched it ten times before you got there. You know what I mean? So easy, it was easy. gonna spread. You know what I mean? So
1: yeah, that's why I, I mean, didn't want to visit you when you were down there. You know,
2: so I was like, damn, okay, <laughs> it just got out of control, and now people are trying to get it back in control, but you're still getting that resistance, and it's like,
3: why are you resisting?
2: You know what I mean? Like it don't make no sense. You know,
3: half the people a- did it. Like, mm-hmm. we're living in a time where information is spread so quick I mean, yes, negative and um, of course, spread, mm-hmm. but we, we're living in a time where, like, I, I if you look at for example the bubonic plague and, and things that happened throughout history, which kept coming back over mm-hmm. and over yes. the course of um, the middle ages and, then, and and even earlier than that, right? Um, they didn't have the means to spread information, no, as they didn't. That's
1: as exactly, as to give mm-hmm. each other
3: warning. Mm-hmm. And we also have some of hopefully the best minds in the world working Together to try and find vaccines or cures and things. Where right. we, if if you were basically back in the day, it's quite horrific. I, I was doing some reading into it, and like if if the plague hit your town, the the, the I guess the council or the people in charge yeah. would yeah. come and board up the house. They nail you into your home. They board <laughs> <go, you'd laughs> the windows and lock you in. Yep. And just went. That's it. Nobody goes near that house, and you just <laughs> yep,
2: Pretty much. <laughs> it really worked. Like, So now the people, the people, you know, I understand where they're coming from about, you know, you can't tell me what to do, but, you know, I understand what needs to be done. And the problem is the information, you know, you got people saying you need to wear this mask. Mm -mm. Mm. Don't say that because now you're making me say I don't want to wear it. You Uh, you know what I mean? So, you know, it suggests there's an approach to it. Yeah. Right. And the problem is the government, the governments around the world don't know how to word things to certain people a certain way. You get what I mean? You can't just talk to black people one way, white people one way, and this and tell everybody you gotta fucking do it. <sighs> they're not gonna do it. They're not going to do it. Well, you know,
1: bam. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. When I wear a mask and I walk into a store, there's a guilt of me thinking that I think they're like, like, like I'm a thief. <laughs> like I just I'm not a thief. I've never stole anything. But one time I wore a mask and I went to my local convenience store Mm. and I kind of went and I walked in and I... I smirked under my mask, He obviously didn't see it, and I kind of gave him the, the guns, like, hey, and ha-ha, and he went, and I had to put my mask down, I said, hey, it's me, like, it's okay. Like, it mm-hmm. was just my fingers, mm-hmm. like, I'm just kidding, and I'm like, man, this, this was, because I was like, it was kind of like, I felt weird with it on, so I figured let's make a joke, but it wasn't funny, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it's, what I it's, mean? It's, so,
2: not, it's just not normal things, you know. The, the world is, is messed up. But, but, but I, I
1: think, it, it's, it's, but the thing is, there's two things I would love for some habits to change with this pandemic. If you're sick and you're going in public, please wear a mask. That's, that's cool. That's one. I wish that can change, which I, I doubt it will here in Canada. And two, it's like, Frank, I forgot what number two was. Oh shit. Wipe your shit down with Lysol wipes and stuff. Like people, people are wiping it down now. And I'm like, for a hundred years, I've been asking you to wipe that thing down. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing it. Wash yeah. Your
2: hands, people. You know, that's you all. need a Wash certain amount hands. of
1: percentage of humans to die before you wipe that you thing know? down. Like, I never. This is a true, true story, Kat. I'm so sorry. This is a true story. You can ask if Alex is still listening. Ask him. He has kids. I do not eat birthday cake with people blowing in the mouth. Eh? For years, they would go, and I was like, oh, I'm not touching that. You want a piece now? Nah, how you think the you think the common cold spread? You know but what dude, I. Mean? I, right I there. It's I said, funny because now people don't do that now, and it's like I've been doing that for years. It had nothing. I was like, damn, did you not see the spit that came out of that kid? I'm like, you know, I'll take ice cream. I'll take ice cream instead. There's Alex. Oh, there, there. See, 100%. I swear to God, it's been years I don't eat cake from people. You're going to blow it out. I'm like, oh, oh, you ain't touching that cake. That's disgusting. You know what I mean? But, but there's a few things that need to change, and it's just to be sanitary, just to be clean and, and not infect others. And I hope, like, once the pandemic is over that, I mean, and I have a fucking huge feeling that the wiping thing is going to get less unless oh, yeah. oh, yeah. forgotten. It's just human nature. It's just the way we do things, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So,
2: but now with the pandemic hurting the artists, you know, I, I, I get it. And you know, a lot of artists is reevaluating what they need to do with themselves and how to get their money and so on. And honestly, if they really sit back and think about it, it's a good thing in a sense, because now it really shows how vulnerable they are in this business, you know what I mean? How much of the business of it, they don't have control of, you know what I sure. mean? So, you know, a lot of them is gonna bring their entrepreneurial game up, you get what I mean? Instead of being the guy who got a show booked, I'm gonna be the guy who created the show, you know what I mean? So, I'm controlling if the show goes on or not. You,
1: you, yeah. you see what I'm saying, so. But Kat, what's, what's the positives of the pandemic for you?
3: Um. Oh. Well, I mean, there's the ones where, like, we made choices to stay in Australia. Mm-hmm. So, Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Which, um, at the time, we were so devastated because, I mean, you, you book you book shows in another country, and you're like, oh my god, this is so exciting. You've yeah, got
1: I would be excited so, too.
3: And then you're told it's all God, Like your whole plan for the whole, like next um twelve to months to twenty-four months. You didn't get the boat ready
1: just in case, like
3: no. you know, I'm going. In, I'm going
1: anyways.
3: <laughs> well, we were just like, oh, um, well, what do we do now? So uh, we we got more time with family, which I think is such a precious. That's true. Thing. It's a, such a precious thing, and I, I and I'm so grateful for that because I know there are family members um, in other countries yep. who, in lockdown, haven't even been able to see other family members That's as well. Right. Like, there it's, so I'm so grateful for the fact that I've spent time with family. Um, the other thing also is that um, we we, reach, we 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 didn't change directions in the sense where we, we weren't going to do these things, but I got to do things that I wanted to do sooner, which was build a music studio for myself, um, like a recording studio. So I and instead of obviously having this buffer of cash, because I'd saved in case we went to the US and things went belly up, yeah. I made sure you. you go somewhere overseas, you don't want to go there with no money in your pocket. You want to go there having saved something or having some cash because anything mm-hmm. could happen. Like of course. If, especially in another country, if you fall sick or you 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 have an accident. I mean, mm-hmm. any time you're driving, that's a, that's a risk in itself. So you that's don't right. want to end up in hospital in another country. So these these sort of things we planned for and and tried to make sure we had a buffer for. And I was able to invest that kind of stuff, the funding that would have as buffer money into building a recording studio where I can write, record and have complete freedom to explore my creative side and be able to make the music that I want to do. And I'm not reliant on a, um, another person sitting I there going, no, you can't, you can't do that with your music. Okay, you, and
1: you, what, you opened your that's own good. studio. You got your own there studio. It's extreme positive. If I opened, I had my own studio in 2005. That's where me and Ben met. I didn't know how to record music. I had to hire. Are you in that situation?
3: I actually taught myself how to Good for you. Um, do my own production. No, but...
1: I was the boss. I, I was too ignorant and young that I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to press record on anybody. No, I don't know. I was just it was it was influenced about hey, open a record. I used to work with an artist and they said open a music studio and. You know, he'll get to record for free and then we get to like, get, you know, people to come in and record and, and cover the cost of the studio. That's how mm-hmm. Bam and I became good friends. And it obviously didn't happen that way. The guy never came in. The engineer never wanted to record, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was stuck with a recording studio not knowing how to record music. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Like this is... And I'm spending all my time in this place. I was like, I got to get out. You know what I mean? I met hmm. some great people, great connections. Doors have opened up in the entertainment industry. I cannot deny that. I wouldn't change it for the world. But it was the first time in my life that I realized don't open a business if you don't know how to do every aspect of it. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. It's nice to buy a studio, but then you, have to... you, you taught yourself. That's great. I just don't rely on the next person to be like, well, well I'm supposed to record at 2 and he's not here. You know what I mean? Or yeah. she's not here to replace, you know, to help you. Don't do that. that. That's what I did. Don't do that. Well, what do you mean, as, Bam? Oh, here we, go. Here we go. 12. No, Let's go. No, no.
2: As an artist, you know, she did the right thing. <laughs> yes. Now okay, she can okay. record okay. when she wants, when she feels, when she can write. She can do whatever well, she Bam, wants. Well, Bam, you learned
1: how to record too, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She, can, she. She can do it all when she wants, how she wants, you know. And it doesn't have to be perfect because she can always take it somewhere else and get it refined and get it perfect to what she don't know. You get what I mean? But... For the most part, what she want down is down, and when she bring her vision, <laughs> she don't have to sit and explain her vision. Yes. She can hear it. You know yes. what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Now we can boom, boom, okay, boom. Yeah, you're right. You know, and and yeah. that saves you money too when you go to another studio and you try to you know fix I everything up. Yeah, I, I get it.
1: So, Kat, this negative might be the biggest positive you've ever done. You got to make a move where you got your own studio now. There you go. Yeah, and
3: I this think it's be. one of those things. Like, I I try not to sit there and go oh, no, it's the end of the world. Because whatever door closes, it doesn't mean that that's the end. You can always nope. reopen another door, or you, you make another, like, if there's a mountain there, you just find a way over it, around it, or dig a hole through it. Or you it, know what? Or, or kick it
1: down. If that same oh. door closed on you, and you want it open, you do something, and you kick that thing <laughs> down. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's me again. Hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. My whole life, we've been I've been told no. I remember getting into DJing, and I, I DJ'd it's one club where I promoted. And this woman, bam, I don't know if I ever told you the story. Mm. This lady's like, Can you play this? And I was like, You know, you know the song's fucking terrible. And I was like, No, I'm not playing that. She said, You will never DJ in this city again.
0: <laughs> I ended
1: up owning the biggest DJing company in our city. <laughs> After that, I was like, terrible. I will never DJ again. I will never, me. Never. I was like, okay, cool. Terrible, let's, terrible. let's you prove me wrong. I have to. I've run into this lady, and I didn't talk trash like I normally do. But I, we made eye connections, where she her, <laughs> she went from blonde to dark hair because she's mm-hmm. trying to change who she was. Because I was like, I'll never DJ here again. Nice try. But that's the thing. People will try and shut that door on you. They will yeah. actually try to be like jealousy, uh, opportunity, timing. They will try to always shut it. Owners, club, owner, everyone. I. Bam knows there yep, is no no. They do like
2: everything, you know.
1: I, when so, they're closing the door, my foot's in that way. I'll, I'll stick my foot there. Don't close the door. I'm, I'm, I'm still coming through. Like, yep. And that's the mm-hmm. thing. In their so, case, COVID came. They tried to close the door on you, and you said, screw that. I'm opening up my own studio, and I'm going to kick every door open. That's the way mm-hmm.
2: to do it. So, cat people want to know your top five artists. Oh, top five. Top uh-huh.
1: five. It doesn't matter what genre, it doesn't matter what order. Your top five. <laughs> Um, okay, well,
3: I'm just going to pick one that I... If you have six,
1: like, it doesn't count, though. Like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs>
3: um, Rod Stewart. That's, like, one person who I'm, I am really hope, like, I can one day watch live. Mm-hmm. Um, because of so many memories that I have growing up. Like, um, I guess because my dad's from the UK. So, um, it it was playing at home and listening to, like, sailing or... Um, Maggie, Ma- Maggie, um, know, Maggie, and like so, like there are so many songs from here that I can just literally sitting, like yeah. washing the dishes. I'm like,
0: yeah, I love this song. That's
3: awesome. So, do it Yeah, and like it, you know, it's like I said, like memories that songs attach to. Hundred so percent. become so like, part of who you are. So exactly. It, um, yeah. Um, love the Seekers. Um, I would say Beyonce. She's mm-hmm. such an incredible live performer. And she was um one of the first concerts that I saw and nice um was I cried during her concert um when she came because she was so good. And you, it's one of those things like when someone takes you on that journey mm-hmm. on a live well, they're live, they're performing live, but you're on that journey with them. And so That's awesome. she was incredible. Um let yeah, me think of another two. Wait, I'm up to, uh, wait. I, 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 the sixth one doesn't count, so I have to make sure these two count. Um, uh Let me think. Michael, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, I like, I love this stuff. I'm so sorry. I not you like I
2: like Michael too, but you know i was more of a Prince fan. It's okay. Mm.
3: Like oh, I, got, I, I got you. Actually, I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't cry. Like I know some of so your friends might like cried when he passed away Mm. um and it wasn't until I was doing the laundry of all things and they were and there was the the back and forth of the the, you know the coverage of his passing and it's all over you know when something happens like that it's all over the news and Mm. there's nothing else on the news for like several days Mm. and it wasn't until I was in um the laundry and um the song you are not alone came on and I was like just burst
1: into tears. So, I, I, yeah. I think you would love this. We, we, it happens in most resorts. and I know you guys don't need to go to resorts because you live in a beautiful country, but we yeah. have to travel to these we resorts. Resort. It's <laughs> the whole country is a resort, I know. But me and Ben, we've been to a few resorts where they actually have this entertainer that does the whole history of Michael Jackson. The, the oh, dancing... Man. The whole nine. It is ridiculously amazing to the point where my dad, I brought my dad with me and he looked back, he's like, damn, he's like, he's convincingly good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He looked at me like, God, this guy's. Real. And it is the whole thing. Like, they have these screens up and then they go and they do a whole change of clothes. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole history of Michael Jackson. It was super, super entertaining. I've seen him in Cuba and I've seen uh, a different guy in Dominican. And it was one of the better shows, hands down, by far. Yeah. It's definitely recommended. If you ever go to a resort, they usually have a Michael Jackson show. It's amazing. I I'm mean, gonna yeah. have to go watch that one. I'm telling you, um you last month yeah, one. One.
3: One. Pink. 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 Um, if you watch her live, I think it was her I forget what the tour was called. Is it on Netflix? She, oh i do think so but um, on netflix she,
1: she has a little kid her little kids with her and stuff it was a it was a quick little oh, yeah you, you should check that out yeah
3: she performed live while doing circus acts and she managed to hold every single oh, note like she's up yeah. in the air doing aerial <laughs> and that's crazy all this incredible stuff that's and she's still in tune and then she she's just like flying around in the air and, and i'm not talking like she's got these wires on her and she's just on a podium and the podium's moving yeah. around like mm. she's she trained apparently with like circus like professionals <laughs> to get, I get right. um, yeah and so she's singing and doing circus acts at the same time in the air and i was like wow
1: i try to talk cool. in front of people and not pee my pants you know and those girls are twirling <laughs> and stuff <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so she took like live performance to that next level and then she like gets off this, uh, gets off that, and then walks across the stage, picks up a guitar, and just starts singing. And <laughs> it's stuff. true, she's a
1: great performer. I'm
3: like, what can't you do? You're amazing. Terrible.
1: Stop so, it! You're yeah. making the rest of us look bad.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Get back! Pick up a guitar.
2: Terrible.
1: <laughs> it's true. Oh, yeah. So, Kat, you should... so that's <laughs> awesome. I like those. Are you know what? We love asking people's top five. It shows a bit of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. And it shows some people show a bit of the history and the you know the versatility like pink. I love it. That was a great top five. But talking about five, we have five random questions to ask you, just to get people to know you. Whoever's listening to the podcast wants to look, know a little bit more about Cat. What was your first job ever? I'm talking about the first paycheck you've ever gotten. What was the first job? Um, first
3: job ever, as in as an adult, or my I don't know your first
1: paycheck, first like, paycheck, your child. first
3: make you work <laughs> no no no
1: parents because parents are just mean like that that's free labor <laughs> no um no your first paycheck you know you went and applied first for a job and then you got it and you got your first paycheck
3: my and first you... paycheck i would have um official first paycheck would have been when i was 18 and uh, 17 18 and i um worked in a call center <laughs> so that was probably my right. first first actual cash in the hand like someone ate yeah. me i was uh i was um a kid and i was paid to sing on stage wow so I was, okay i was pretty stoked i was i think i was 12 or 13 i got on the stage and i was paid $200 and i was really what? happy
1: you know what kat wow. i want to tell you the god honest truth when you answered i was 17 or 18 at a call center i went yes she's one of us and then she went and said when i was 13 i made 200 for bam did you not feel that i was yep, like uh, it hurt. It oh. she hurt. deflated me because mm-hmm. me was six me i was late in my 16 and my dad's like i ain't paying for shit no more i ain't buying you shoes and you gotta mm-hmm, get a job mm-hmm. and i went to talk to my friend carmen and i was like Carmen, you're hiring he's like yeah i'm friends with him and and I worked, and I'll, this is the god honest truth. <laughs> you guys will die laughing. I used to work twelve hours a week and complain, and people <laughs> used to say, "What do you complain about? You need more hours." I was like, "I want less hours." <laughs> it's like, this is a true story. I want less hours. I don't want to be here, you know. But Crazy. yeah, yeah.
3: If know. it is any consolation, I didn't get to see any of the cash though, because like as a kid, my mom, I would get paid. And then my mom was like, "Cool, that's going to your school fees." That's, that's good, going, though. That's good. That's going to the rent, and I was like, "But, but I want to buy something good." And they're like, "No, no, that's."
1: But going you know, to no, own- this, you know, this is it true. I
3: remember. Happen, you know? See, we're
1: talking <laughs> about paychecks here, Bam. My first actual weird job, actual <laughs> job, was landscaping as a kid. I used to like mow grass for this <laughs> like this place, and you know, I'm anyone that knows I'm, I have a sensitive stomach, right? So. This, this gets to myself. So I'm cutting the grass for about four or five hours and I obviously don't want to run over this rock, right? Because the lawnmower will get all screwed up. So I walk over with my gloves and I go to pick up the rock and it's freaking poo. It's dog poo and it's soft and my whole <laughs> hand's in it. I'm like, ah! I was so mad. And you know what? Now that I go back, I need to talk to that guy. He only paid me fifty dollars for that child labor back in the day. You know, <laughs> we need to talk him and I, he owes me money, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that was really my first like cash gig type of thing. And then I Terrible. worked at McDonald's.
2: Yeah. Name one thing on your bucket list, Kat.
3: I want to see the um Giants Causeway in Northern Ireland. I have never had the chance to see it. So yeah, as
1: Okay, that's cool.
3: You'll have to add it to your travel list, including Australia. No, we just want to go to
1: Australia. We're lazy. We're going one place and that's it. <laughs> We're just like, like we, we would, just stay oh put God. after we come in, we just plant our suitcase. We're Australians now. That's <laughs> it. That's it. We can't for 20 more years. You With know mean? the beer. Until we, is it true you guys have giant snakes and kangaroos?
3: We do actually. And,
1: and, and, <laughs> um, and big yeah, ass spiders.
3: We have the biggest snakes. I think they have the bigger snakes. In, and then we um, have outside.
1: spiders. Like
3: you know, like people try to scare this. I always <laughs> say I want to
1: go there, and they're like, oh, we don't want to go there. You can get bitten by some. And I'm always like, oh shit, I'm scared of those well, things.
3: If it helps, I've, I've been here for years and never been bitten yeah, by anything. Know, but I. Know. But you. But you haven't met have my luck like, yet. <laughs> you haven't seen my luck. I'm covered. I'm, I'm, covered, I'm covered in luck.
1: <laughs> See, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna be hanging on to you because I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm so scared. I'm, a, I'm just, I get, I don't know, man. I'm a wuss with little bugs. You know what I mean? Like, there was a bug yeah. flying in my bedroom one time, and I stood up for three hours till I killed it till I found it because I wasn't. Asleep. It's not funny, bam. It ruined my sleep. <laughs>
3: it ruined I my could, sleep studio session with a producer one time and a, you know, there's like, in Australia, I don't know whether do you guys have it over there, but we have flying cockroaches, and they're like massive.
2: Water bugs! Like, like that big.
3: So you guys call, like, hold on yeah. a second, so you call
1: flying cockroaches, and we call it water bugs?
2: Well, in state's really? them water bugs. Oh, I don't mm-hmm.
1: know. Really? Yeah,
0: uh-huh.
2: big, big, bro, big, big, big cockroaches,
1: they fly, yeah, you know, yeah. you slap and them like, off
2: the wall there, and oh, go, yeah. No, yeah we have they them
0: mm-hmm. Oh, no. They're everywhere. And
2: when
0: well, you step okay. on them, they go,
3: Oh <laughs> yeah. Well we had that, but um I was in the studio with a producer, like really big, solid bloke. Like you if you met him in the dark alley, you'd think, you know, oh mm. think twice about that. Because, you know, yeah, he's he, he he's super sweet, nicest guy, but just like like really big guy. So you'd think, oh, you know, you'd get, you'd get you wouldn't get in fisty cups with him. Yeah. Um but anyway, we're in the studio and um long story short, this flying cockroach. Flew through the room. I don't know how it got into the studio, but it flew through the room. Yep. Next minute, he's out the door See? screaming. At, I mean, I've never heard such a high pitch from a you man. Put five mind. guys
1: <laughs> in an alleyway or bugs. I'll take the five guys. I'm not, yeah. I don't <laughs> like the bugs. They freak me out. I don't like it. Ugh. Anyways, well, give me one word that describes your music style
3: Um, emotions.
1: Ooh, bam! Are we ever gonna get one that's actually gonna overlap each other? I don't
2: know yet. I don't
1: know. We must. We've probably done this. Is what the 126 episode? More than half have been interviews, Mm -hmm. and not one artist has repeated the exact style as the other. That's
3: good. It's crazy.
1: We're just like they're eventually gonna repeat, obviously, but no, not Not yet. Not yet. yet.
2: Besides music, a lot
3: of words words to choose from. So.
2: Besides music, what other hobbies you have? I like cooking. Cooking's good. good.
3: Cooking. I like cooking. Cooking's um,
1: good. We come to Australia. You're going to cook us a meal. What is it?
3: Um, oh...
2: Wow, pie. you just you just threw her in Australian. the fucking fruit kitchen, huh? <laughs> terrible, bro. That's terrible. Really what, was she gonna really cook
1: in the living room, Bam? What do you want me to do? She can cook whatever she wants. Terrible, yeah. just threw her in the kitchen. It could right have been away. a barbecue. You're you're the one that's thinking
3: wrong. Actually, right? Australia, you have to, if you come here, you have to have an Aussie barbecue. You have, to have a barbecue. Yes, you have to of have
0: course. When you come here,
3: See, but I, I, make a, I make a really mean pie. So. Pie. She yeah. likes pie. pie. Bam's, Bam's a great
2: cook too, oh, by so, the way.
3: Really? Bam's the cook. All
2: right. Yeah, whoops up.
3: Yeah, I can cook something up for you, and you can cook something up for me, and and then
2: What, we can what would her. you cook for her, ma'am? I don't know. Probably, you know, since she ain't been to the states, I I, I think I'll, I'll I'll do some chicken for her first.
0: Yeah. So, yes.
2: I will have to I have, have to do the chicken. I have to do the chicken. The chicken's to. Gotta good. Got to got to break got to break in with the chicken first.
1: Then, that...
2: if she's curious, then we can we can keep going.
1: Bam, you have a pretty cool chicken story. When us when we went to the cottage and the. Uh... And oh, the, the tornado, the, the, the tornado the pickle, hit the us. The chicken?
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> we go to the cottage. We there. Power goes out. Okay. A
1: tornado hit us.
2: But, uh, whatever. Power gone. Power <laughs> yeah, gone. Power's gone okay. for a whole week. All right. You ever see people scramble for coffee in the morning? These yeah. guys, I'm a tea drinker, okay? I don't drink coffee, so there's no power. There's... So I'm next
1: to you because we're sitting next to each other, right?
2: And I'm like, look at these fools trying to make coffee with the grounds, and they're they trying, grounds going all everywhere. I'm dying laughing. Somebody go, here, yo, here's some chicken. I said, okay, cool. And then they had a big thing of pickle juice sitting there. and They finished pickles. I said, give me the pickle juice. They said, why? I said, I'm going to make barbecue pickle juice, pickled chicken. And I barbecued up the chicken in the pickle juice. True. Perfect. Comes out. It was great. Delicious. Oh yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Great.
1: I had no Mm -hmm. idea about the pickle juice situation. He's like, "How you like the chicken?" That's fantastic. I got got pickle juice in the fridge right now. I plan on cooking
2: that in a couple of days, actually. You know, you think I'm the like best a part girl. about
1: the whole yeah. cat. The best part about this whole coffee thing is, me and have about five solutions to give these people, <laughs> and we decided to give them none and just keep watching the disaster <laughs> happening. <It's> early <laughs> Saturday morning,
3: <laughs> we're like, yeah. should we tell them?
1: No. Nope. <laughs> it is just a you know a source of entertainment. They're
2: struggling. Yeah. They were struggling. I mean,
3: there's no television and no electricity, and no internet. Why not? You've got live entertainment right there.
1: No, right. it was uh it was oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We were there for seven days. I think did 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 the tornado hit us after the second day? Oh wow. Mm,
2: third, third or fourth day.
1: No, <coughs> okay, okay, you're probably right. You're it probably after yeah, yeah, kids probably. the kids left. It was probably mid, and all of a sudden the tornado comes, you see the cloud, and it didn't hit us directly, but, you know, chairs were flying and stuff was happening, <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's no, you know, no more electricity, and uh, that was it. So now the beer the, the beer fridge, I mean, uh, the, the beer cooler turned into the food cooler, and then the beer and booze started to turn into the warm stuff, because... Food's more important, so everyone's overcooking, and mm. it was crazy. That was yeah. fun. That was a good time, though. It was a good, time. Yeah. good
0: time. Last know, time, people, everyone
1: camping, but, anyways,
2: people, so... <laughs> people running from, from, from the storm on jet skis and shit. It was
1: hilarious. Oh, it was crazy. It was yeah. definitely a crazy moment, Kat. So, what do you do for fun?
3: I do for fun, yes. Mm. Um, put music I'm... aside. You put music aside, you're gonna... <laughs>
1: oh, yes. Okay, oh, see, so I had to tell her, she's like, ah, writing and recording. No, no, no,
3: music aside. <laughs> Music. um I actually really love um being in nature, so I like walking, which sounds really boring, but the,
0: <laughs> like if you, go, if you
3: go hiking and stuff, it, you yeah. find these beautiful things like waterfalls, and so that, that's what I love doing. Um, it's like it. It, I find it very peaceful. But when there isn't a pandemic on, I like hanging out with my friends, and we will we go dancing. So that's something that I really love doing when
2: everything's open and it's safe to do so, so. i don't know yeah, dancing love- with my friends is a problem you know somebody, <laughs> some, somebody somebody think they can surf and shit when they're on the dance floor they be acting up, you know But I, i'm not saying no names i'm not saying no names i'm just saying some of my friends are a little crazy on the dance floor you know i don't know yeah. <laughs> if I come visit one,
1: <laughs> i'm leaving no, him no. behind if i come visit i'm not bringing him
2: no, no, hanging out with my friends. They got problems. They got problems. It's, you, you, you never know. You just never know. Damn. You know it's going to be a good night. Bottom line, you know it's going to be a good night, but you just don't know which way it's going to go that good. You know what I mean? It's just. Damn, just... The last time
1: we really hung out together was one night in Dominican where I think I fell asleep at the bar and then you went and changed. You remember that oh, night?
2: shit. Damn.
1: You remember that, that, night? Uh, that, was, that was a good night. Was a good it was night. a good night. It was one of those nights I said, let's go to the the disco, and there's a disco, mm-hmm. and usually it's busy, but I, obviously, we didn't, you know when you go on vacation, there's no phone or watches. we or, have no <laughs> idea what time it is. We're like, oh my over. God, there's no one in here. So we tell the DJ, hey, can you play some American hip hop? And he's playing it, and Bam's like, I gotta go to the washroom. And I don't know. I think I shut my eyes for two minutes. It might have been longer. I woke up to the bar was packed there was go-go dancers on rollerblades and bamboo had a new outfit on and i was like what the hell well my this room was to... close
2: to the disco so i, had, I, I had don't it. know quick, quick change quick. but
1: the quick, thing is i change. didn't know your cold change i knew something was different though yeah. <laughs> so it's like next day i'm mm-hmm. like did you did you change he's like yeah i'm like okay it made more sense but yeah that was the last time we went i didn't do anything that night i just sat there no we, we always have fun though no, that was fun. but cat so hopefully the pandemic is over Everyone gets their, you know, their their vaccinations, and shit comes back to normal. What's next for you?
3: Next for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a lot of recording at the moment. We're gearing up for next year with the hope that next year is exactly. much better Um, and I'd like to be back on the road performing and in shows, and um, obviously being able to promote the. I mean, I I think it's it's important to be. Um, be accessible to your fans in person as well so yes. being able to promote it's my huge. music huge. and be able to do it on the stage and then actually hug my fans and and hug the people who are actually part of the tech crew to say thank you for thank you for making this event possible and yeah thank you for it's being huge it. it's important so it's like, yeah whereas at the moment we if, we if we can do gigs everything's all social distanced and and um you know i think Human touches are very beautiful and when you shake, that you yeah, when you you shake you someone's actually, hand
1: and introduce yeah. themselves, yourself, there's a connection there. Because I went for a job yeah. interview and I walked in. And I was just like, uh, do I shake his hand? Or am I rude to shake his <laughs> hand? Like, bro, like, why are you touching me? Right. So the human interaction is is it's a big part. It's huge, and people don't really understand that it is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you just get to know someone and get close to someone, and even a hug or a touch, it, you, there's a connection there that that we don't have anymore. Like yeah. now, when I stand near someone, I'm like, I have no idea what to do anymore. My whole life has been a, one way, and within the last year, it's been another way. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting, though. We've
3: Be had that even within family, though. Like when we do catch up with family, we've had our cousins who are like, "Oh, oh, are, are we hugging? Are we not hugging?" I know. And it's
1: it like, doesn't. Hey, it that, that's I'm weird having... alone, you know.
3: Yeah. And it's like with your family. So it, like the next level is then when you go out to do shows and, and you're out there and, and it's like, Can I can I hug my fan? Can I not? Okay, no social distancing. Like where are we at? And, and rules are social distancing. So that's what we're doing now. But once everything lifts and everyone's back, it's mm. whether people will be yeah. comfortable again right. to go back to that human connection that we used to have, which is so beautiful before. So we'll I hope there. that comes back.
1: It will, we'll we'll get it will it should we'll get, get, there. get there. So Kat, once you go on tour well, you you you're gonna do Facebook or Instagram Live, of course, right? You're gonna get us to go through your journey with you, right?
3: Of course. May, maybe yeah. come to Canada. I actually, we we're looking at the visas to come to Canada because it's easy for Australians to get to Canada and vice versa. Apparently, we got so, you. Yeah. Wait, we need visas to get
0: there.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, I guess maybe that's just where the world visas everywhere. You know, you can't go somewhere without one nowadays But Um depends yeah. on your passport as well So, mm, but I know Australians true. have to have a visa To get to, to Canada And the US, by, and vice versa so,
2: Really? So the US needs yeah, a visa? Okay, alright
1: <laughs> See, Bam's yeah. looking at it He's like, if I have to visit see, Bam's already calculating yeah, yeah, I, like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that like, oh, Alright, cool But Kat, so people can follow you On Cat Thompson Official <laughs> On Instagram, right? And it that's can get you it, yeah. on all major streaming platforms. Kat Thompson, you're on everything. You're easy to find. There's been a few artists on here that was extremely hard to find. We had to try and break it down, but that's awesome. All your music's <coughs> on there. Hopefully, they can follow you on Instagram, and you can bring them through the journey live while you're doing some of your events in the future. That will be fantastic. Uh, it's, 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 you know what I mean? It's been great that we got to hook up through the internet. Word. We try to find the positives of the internet, you know, cause the internet can be so nasty. It's a nasty world sometimes. And people mm. can comment and be, be just totally freaking rude. But this is one moment that is like two people can connect literally a week ago and then, you know, become friends and follow each other. And, you know, hopefully that each other's journeys and, and continue <laughs> to, to go on and hopefully have you on again, you know, but cat, before I play your vi- music video, uh, who are you going to call? Can you tell me more about that? Can you tell me what the song's about? Who produced it? And th- tell me a bit about, you know, how long the video took to make.
3: So um, I worked with my team. I've got i I'm very blessed. I've got a, a very beautiful team here in Australia who um, I work with for my music videos, for music production and stuff like that. So when we went to the studio and decided to write about the song um, and, and work on the song, the song itself, um, the, the journey of the song was basically um Luckily, not a, not not necessarily a personal um, yeah. journey. Um, I sometimes when we, we create songs, it's it's about the people that we love around us or experiences right. that seen other people go through. So this song was one of those songs where you've been through a relationship with that person who an ex just didn't treat you the way they should, mm. ran around with other people, did things they shouldn't do, and you're at that stage where you're you're over it now. The relationship's over. And then you get that phone call and it's like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, oh, it's the ex. And they're like, want to start up again? Hey, like, let me, let me slip back into your DMs. And it's like, mm, no, no, thank you. <laughs> but you've gotten to the stage where you're over that relationship and you're like, no, I'm, you didn't treat me the way you should have when you had me. So you yes. can call now because I'm not going to be there because I deserve better. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a, it's an anthem for, not just for women, but for men as well, or anyone who's been in a relationship where they mm-hmm. just didn't get treated the way they should. And it's that call or that text, and we've all had it at some point. Where the, the, oh, we know,
0: all the, did. Yeah,
3: it's just like, hey, let's, let's start up this toxic relationship again. And mm-hmm. you've got the power and the strength to say, no, no, thank you. I deserve you better. And, you so that. You have that one song.
1: line. Wasting my time is also wasting yours.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. I was like, wow. Is that not the truth? There you go. It was awesome. I was just like, it was one line in there. I was just like, wow. I really, really was like, that's facts. It's absolutely facts. You know, mm-hmm. wasting mine is wasting yours. So I, I like that. <laughs> it, it, your song came out great. I, um, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm listening. To you, you've been sweet since day one. Uh, you've been genuine. You've been punctual, and punctual means a lot to me. Bam knows that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We exchange information back forth to get this podcast going, and I appreciate every moment of it. There's other people that just don't do it as well. As long as you do what you keep doing, you will succeed. Succeed. Do you hear that, Bam? Succeed. If she does, like she's sweet, but I got my eye on you. Oh, I'm still oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why he wears glasses. But, anyways, Kat, anytime you have a new project, (laughs) Kat, anytime you want to come back on, feel free. If there's anything you want to get off your chest, we have a platform here called Chewing the Shit Podcast. Feel free to come on. We can talk about about anything. If you have anything coming up, if if you're ever heading back to LA, get on here before we head down. You head down there. We'll do it up again.
0: Thank you so much,
1: guys. All right. We're definitely my okay. pleasure, we're going to be playing your video you're, what is it you gonna call, is that what the song's called
3: who are you gonna call who, are you, who are
1: you gonna going call, alright Bam You got. don't call nobody Bam, listen listen to her words, alright alright, all right. thank you Kat all enjoy right. your night, Bye. have a good one guys, peace